We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. All right, guys, before we get started on the podcast, I wanted to quickly talk to you about one of our new sponsors, Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award winning protection, two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras, and your doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set this system up all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour, tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24 7 and it's only 50 cents a day with no contract it's why the verge calls simply safe the best home security system so go to simplysafe.com team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial you've got nothing to lose go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team that's simplysafe.com slash team now on to the show Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in two seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Simply due to just honestly, boys, 
Do you think we just haven't recorded because we've been so depressed? Because that's the only reason I haven't been trying to get us to record. I think that is 100% the reason. (laughs) There's no other reason. Like, there's just so much happened and so little time. And it feels like it. I was talking about this earlier. It feels like we've gone two months without recording. It's been like a week and a half, two weeks. (laughs) It hasn't been that long. We've taken Dude. this long of breaks before, but it just feels like we haven't talked in months. Corona, yeah, corona time is the slowest moving time there's ever been. Like, I, I <clears throat> everything seems like it was a year ago, and it was like a week ago. It's nuts. Yeah, and I, what, the last time we recorded was what, right before the Big 12 tournament? Yeah, yeah we were talking before. about... We were talking about if uh, how the NCAA tournament was going to be played without fans, and we were, like, sad about it. How dumb were we to yeah. think, oh, we're I... not going to have fans? I would do anything. I'd do it without, like, yes. you could give me March Madness with five players only. No bench players, yeah. no coaches. Just give me something to watch. I don't even care. I know. I feel play, like it was... Let the fans play basketball. I'll watch the fans. Let the boys play. <laughs> Um, once the, I feel like it was like false hope once the NBA games got canceled that we were actually going to have the tournament. Yeah. Like, I know this is a very, very serious ordeal, but Rudy Gobert's public enemy, number one. <laughs> but, okay. But, it, it, spin zone, I know where you're going. If that doesn't it, happen, maybe this has gotten so much worse over time yeah. because we didn't take it seriously <laughs> until we saw fucking Chris Paul try and go talk to Rudy Gobert and he was just gone. Because he has coronavirus and he's touching microphones and rubbing his dick on the players and stuff. Okay, thanks for taking my entire take. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it in your eyeballs that you were about to spew it. So. Rudy Gobert saved probably thousands of lives, and um, I feel bad. Like people were so mean to Rudy Gobert, which granted, what he did, I mean, yeah, T- tapping the microphones. But are we all not going to sit here and be honest? We are all idiots. We all do stupid shit all the time. I yeah. know for a fact that is something I would do. At the beginning stages of a corona or a, a virus outbreak. I'm Ryan Dubair. I'm sitting in the room with my friends. Like, I can just picture it in the dorms. Me just, like, Rudy punching the controller. Being like, guys, giving you all corona. That's what Rudy Gobert was doing. And it was now it looks really bad. But I yeah. felt bad how people roasted him because he was just being an idiot like we all are. Yeah, the fact that he was, like, running around the locker room and, like, messing with his teammates, though, was just <laughs> something. It's stupid. But we all <laughs> We're all stupid. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, but I'm also not how many... about to credit him. Like, he, I'm not going to no. give him credit because his fucking accident and stu- <laughs> yeah. stupidness, stupidity, whatever the word is, like, say, like, sure, they, like maybe it's good that it happened, but it's not that wasn't his goal. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know. <laughs> and like Ryan like, said, I'm going get... to stop the globe. There's probably multiple people doing what Rudy Gobert did, like just messing around, making jokes, touching shit. Yeah. And now, well, there probably was, but now they're not because they all see Rudy <clears throat> Gobert get cyber bullied for three weeks straight. Oh, my God. But, yeah, okay. They're like, they're like acting like he's the one that started coronavirus. I know. People are idiots. <laughs> To the sports public, he was. First <laughs> yeah. time I fucking took it, like, super seriously. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy. But, okay. The, Go ahead. It's, sorry. It's crazy how the Big 12 tournament, like, even started. Like, conference tournaments were starting. I remember us melting down because, well, maybe it was just me, but the Ivy League getting completely canceled. 
Like people were mad about that. Yeah. They were like, they were like Harvard or who was it? Like Yale or Harvard doesn't even get a chance. Like who was going to the tournament no matter what out of the Ivy League? Yale, Yale I think. Yeah. And yeah, everyone was mad that Harvard didn't get a chance, and now sport like football season might even be canceled. Yeah. God, don't even speak those words. That makes me so sad. Like the fact that we were all like holding out for postponed NCAA tournament. Postpone till when? 2022? Yeah. Like, we're never seeing sports again. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, why we haven't recorded, because we're just going to fucking depress each other and I mean, go into a ball of sadness for the rest of the week. I mean, how much does how much does Ryan think about LeBron might not being able to win a title? I mean, people forget that I'm a oh, here we KU go. basketball fan. And I'm a huge LeBron fan, and this was the mm. perfect season for me. LeBron for me. was going to win a title. KU was going to win a title. And now it all just got ripped away from me. Not hey, to mention. From me. Like, <laughs> the, Chiefs, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl like a month ago. Like, I know you're not a massive Chiefs fan, but it happened and you were excited. I know I was excited, but, like, that's, like. It could have been better for me. Yeah, it could have been it way better worse. for me. It could have been He could have been, like, a, like a Raiders pan, fan or a Panthers fan. Pin. I know. I'm just saying. It just sucks. Like, the basketball season was going as well as it could go for me. Devontae was having a great year. LeBron was... <laughs> LeBron had just put himself in the top two for MVP. He had yeah. the oh. weekend, beat Milwaukee, yeah. beat Here the Clippers. I'm yeah. serious, you the best idiot. player, that the, according to you, the best player to ever live were celebrating the top two in the fucking regular season MVP list. Uh, yeah, LeBron's been robbed of multiple MVPs. You remember 2010, Derrick Rose? What did he show? Excuse me, 2011, he was way better. He was way better. <clears throat> did Derrick Rose win 2011 MVP or 2010? I thought it was 11, but it could have been okay, 10. Okay, either way. I, why are we talking LeBron about Derrick Rose? You're, are you trying to, like, piss me off? You suck well, LeBron you said, off for a month, you, and then you start, like, reminding me how good Derrick Rose was, and the Bulls would win 60 <laughs> yeah. a year, and then get heartbroken yeah. in the playoffs by LeBron. Yeah, and it's, I just wanted but, to remind but, you... I, I wanted to remind you what it's like to be heartbroken when titles are ripped from oh, you because of a... I've been reminded. I've watched plenty of KU losses over this bullshit. I, I remind myself <laughs> all the time that that my teams lose from most of the time. All right. We're lashing out. Let's calm down. Let's, That's I'm fine. Sorry. That's what people want to hear, I think. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to talk about. 2010-2011 MVP for D-Rose. Yes. He averaged like 20 way. a game. Well, like, you can... He wasn't even good. Like okay, LeBron, but like the Bulls, the Bulls averaged like 85 a game that year. They weren't fucking. Run, they weren't the Warriors. They're more like the mid 2000s Pistons. Just fucking. You can slow it down. Joe Keem was fucking all all NBA. You can make a case for LeBron winning it every year. I think it's one of those things where, I mean, it would kind of just get old if he won it every single year. But he's obviously it's the best player in the league every year. You want to know I'm about to, I'm Self, about to fight the same fight. The year. Bill Self, it's going to be Pat Mah- the year. That's all it is. It's going to be Pat Mahomes MVP too. And Braden and I are going to fight the same fight that you're fighting right now. And this yep. is all just going to come back in like 10 years. Yeah, for sure. It's dumb. People that are at the top of their sport get penalized. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough not to give it to Pat. I feel like he's going to have 40 or more touchdowns every year. He have 40 or more MVPs. <laughs> what about Super Bowls? Uh, just one. Um. Well, he's never playing another game. 
I mean, that's the other thing. And I hadn't even really processed this, and I know we were going to wait. But if we don't have football season and we lose a fucking year off of Pat Mahomes' career, I just don't even want to speak to any human being again. Should we talk about that question that someone put in? About Absolutely. It's the best question the, I've ever heard. So he asked if you would rather have the NCAA tournament canceled or would you rather have college football or NFL canceled? You I know my answer. One. Was uh, it both football or just one of them? Both. <clears throat> yeah, so lose all football or lose the NCAA tournament, essentially. God. I know my answer, so I'll start. Here's the thing. You guys said it earlier. We got the Chiefs Super Bowl. KU football is not going to be good. They're actually going to be quite bad. And <laughs> you don't take away chances to win NCAA titles. When you have a shot at it, you take it. You have to take it. The best and shot. We, we had the best shot we've maybe ever had since 08, and we didn't get a shot at it. So I know that, yeah, it would suck we'd lose out on the tailgating, which, God, that sucks because nobody loves tailgating more than me. But the fact that the Chiefs just got the Super Bowl, they would get one more year of being the defending champs. We'd get to be the only champs for another year. KU football could maybe benefit from getting, like, more time, like, to, I don't know, get these guys to not up that to not get made fun of for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. We get a year off from that. Uh, yeah. God, that's so, so tough. I, I take the NCAA tournament all day, but I figured we'd have different answers on this. I mean, it guys, was... football season is unbelievable. Like, once football really gets going and you have Maction and Fun Belt Tuesday, Wednesday, you're literally watching football seven days a week. And with the football, no one cares who's playing. Like, I can't sit back and watch Wright State versus Detroit Mercy on a Wednesday night on ESPNU, <laughs> but I can sit back and watch Appalachian State play Georgia Southern on a Wednesday night in football because that's exciting. It's fun. It's more fun to bet on. Football just – But know. this was just I, NCAA I can't put tournament. It in words. Right. But it was, you still get the regular season, which I know may probably be worse because – well, I don't know. I would take anything with a ball moving around and two teams competing, but <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I honestly I, don't even know what I would choose. I know it's really tough. I feel like if it was just like one of the NFL and NCAA, then maybe it would be easier. Because like if it was NCAA football, obviously you're taking NCAA tournament. But God, a whole football season like the football playoff is insane. Like those Clemson Bama games are amazing. Conference tournament games, like conference yeah. championship. But a whole year off of Pat Mahomes would be awful for me. But like Rice said, and I, I don't know really how to word this, but I was looking at Ken Palm the other day, and like Gonzaga was the lowest number two ranked team in Ken Palm history. Like that's how big the that's how big the difference was between us and every other team. We were just so much better, and I think we just we talked about this before we hit record, but like Doke just won a National Defensive Player of the Year award. Marcus is probably gonna should win. The other National Defensive Player of the Year yeah. award. When's the last time a team had two National Defensive Player of the Year awards? That's freaking insane. We have two All-Americans. We have two Defensive National Player of the Years. We have a Hall of Fame coach. We were the number one overall seed. We were way better, and we don't get to play in the tournament. This will be sickening. We will yeah. be sick thinking about this for the rest of our lives. And it's easy to say this now, but it felt... Like, to me, I convinced myself we were locked for the Final Four at least. And I know there was that one graphic that literally had us at minus 200 just to get to the Final Four. Like, this is 
I know, and we just put out those uh, Doke and Dot shirts, and I just feel like those two will never be like Dot will never be considered one of our better point guards just because he never got to perform in March. Like he got to play in two NCAA tournament games in two years. Yeah, at KU. And imagine if that guy takes us to the Final Four, just wins us a natty. Like he's everyone's all-time favorite now. No one. I mean, people will love Dot, but ten years from now. Not many people will even be talking about him. Yeah, like yeah, 10 years he, from now, if you did a toss-up, who's more talked about, Malik Newman or Devon Dotson? It's Malik Newman, it, no? It that's is, a good yeah. point. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, it's how important like one tournament run can be. And you're right. He just never gets to like experience that. It's like Diedrich. It's like Diedrich yeah, was incredible. Fair. And like, mm-hmm. when's the last time somebody's talked about Diedrich? He's only been gone a year and nobody He'll never, spoke it, about him. Yeah, very I true. Mean, Perry even. Perry was like yeah. a four-year contributor, and he just never got to a Final Four. So, I mean, I know the local thing. He's on staff now, so he's been coming up a little bit more. But no one really talks about him like super great players over the past few years. It's crazy yeah. how P never went to a Final Four. Him and Frank, dude. It's gross. Um, right, but then Frank has National Player of the Year, so and a song. Which helps, but. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you guys see my poll about best Bill Self point guard, like who you'd take? Yeah, I don't I even think, think I voted because I couldn't choose. It got like tw- it got like twelve hundred votes, and Frank had like fifty percent. People forget about Sharon somehow. But dude, I when I see those things, I normally go with Sharon. Like, have you like reading those books that like Jason King wrote and stuff? Like, when you hear about opposing coaches talk about Sharon, like people were scared to death of playing against Sharon. He was freaking unreal. Like to be that big, that strong. But also that quick, and he could shoot it. Like, he was just the hardest dude to guard. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, single year, you got to take Frank. But career-wise, man, it's tough to go against Sharon. Oh, yeah, no doubt. If you go career, <coughs> Sharon, I'd even, I'd even put Devontae's career over Frank's career. Now, when you yeah, year. Prob- probably. And yeah. then um, I, I tweeted the other day, too, about who the best college basketball player of the decade was. And it kind of got me thinking of, like, who, like, ranking the single best years. Like, where would you put Frank for having the single best years? Because, like, you got to think about McDermott. you got to think about Jimmer. But can you imagine if Frank played for, like, Creighton or BYU his senior year? Yeah, I mean. That guy would have averaged 30. single time. Devontae would have been in – Devontae's the guy that at a mid-major. Like, the thing about Frank is – like, I feel like the guys that are mid-major that go bonkers are, like, guys that can shoot it really well. And I know Frank shot 50% from three, but, like, he didn't have that ability to just, like, come down the court and pull up in someone's face. Like, he took really high-efficient shots. Devontae, yeah. if Devontae was just told you get 30 shots a game in a mid-major, like, he would average 30 a game. Easy. Because yeah. he just can chuck it. Like, it's kind of what he's doing with the Hornets. Like, he was just chucking. Yeah. He can get his shot off whenever he wants. Uh-huh. So yeah, I Devonte and Mid Major would have been a lot like like Damian Lillard. Like that's literally how Lillard was his junior senior year or whatever. Yeah, dude, I was watching CJ McCollum highlights the other day of that Duke game. He was so nasty. He was. Can you imagine having to play a fuck a freaking top ten pick and <laughs> as your fifteen? See, I guess we played Ray McCollum. I don't know what he went 
when Detroit we played Detroit. He was probably a second yeah. round pick, but he was still really good and terrifying as a 15 seed. I actually, yeah, I remember like going into selection Sunday, like people were saying, "Please don't give us Detroit," and then we got yeah. Detroit, and we were kind of nervous, especially when two oh, yeah. 15s won. Yeah. What a day um, that was! But who would be your guys' best college basketball player in the decade? Of the decade, AB, you can go. <clears throat> I mean, I'm really having to think about that. Do you have an answer, Turner? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think all Anthony around. Anthony Davis? Yeah. Affecting the game all around. I think it has to be him. Yeah. I think like he, I would... he had like He made one shot against us in the NCAA title game, and he affected that game so much. Like, he was. Yeah. It's crazy, too, because I didn't. I mean, Michael Kidd Gilchrist went two overall, but I feel like he. It's kind of easy to stop just because he couldn't shoot. Like, Deron Lamb was really the guy who killed us. Mm. But AD had, like, a ton of rebounds, ton of blocks. He, I mean, I think Kemba he, comes to mind. Yeah, his run was crazy. That's why I kind of want to have the debate of who had the single best years. Because you talk yeah. about him, you talk about Doug McDermott. Um, Jimmer was insane. But it's not. I don't think BYU is even, like, a high seed. Like, Steph Curry comes to mind. Um, Did Steph Curry play this decade? Oh no, not Steph. No, not Steph. He was he would have been there oh nine, right? Yeah, that was his yeah. last year. People forget he went back another year after after his like yeah, round. But um, because Jimmer would have been 10, 2010. Kimba twenty eleven. He had a huge year. I still feel like we're sleeping on. Zion. Yeah, I was about to say him. Which is I crazy. Got hurt, how... No Final Four. I mean, this is a little bit off topic. I, watching that Duke game yesterday, the 2018 Elite Eight, and then the Duke game from last year coming up when they lost to Michigan State, just seeing all the talent Coach K had on those two teams and knowing they didn't get to a Final Four is wild. And I know it goes back further with like Tatum and stuff, but just seeing those two like yesterday was crazy to me. Guy's a it... fraud. It, yeah, um, and they were talking about it in the uh, KU Duke game yesterday. Like, what was Coach K's record in Elite Eight games? It was like thirteen and two or something. Yeah, he's been absurd, and and, and, and then he's like, lost the last two, I think. Which is how, like, I swear, I'm terrified that Bill's gonna leave in the next couple years. But if he doesn't, if Bill sticks around, his Elite Eight luck is going to change. It just will. It's how it works. Like Roy. Struggled in national title games, struggled in Final Fours, and then Roy rattles off what he he wins his next three national title appearances. Like it's just that's how that shit works. Like you, what if we? No, I guess not. Roy won three of his next four, but still he got to the national yeah. title four times. Like I feel like your luck just starts to change when you're really really good at something. You're always gonna get back to that point, and eventually the the ball will bounce your way. Yeah, and it's crazy how good he is against the bigger schools. Like we don't lose to Duke very much. We don't. We haven't lost to UNC. Kentucky's beat us. They beat us in the title game, but I feel like we usually get Kentucky and or at least play them well in the championship Champions Classic games. Yeah. But imagine I, uh, if we get fifth. If we got like fifteen more years out of Bill. Oh my like god. Like going a getting- run that. Villanova had one title before they won two or three. That's I'm pretty thing. sure. All it takes, all it takes, is Bill to get hot over a five-year stretch, make three Final Fours, 
win a natty or two in those five years, and he's all of a sudden a top five coach of all time. Easy. Um, do you guys have any guesses for who the best rated team in Ken Palm history is? Yeah. I'm, sure I'm sure you'll know it. I mean, is it... I mean, is it Kentucky from 15? Where yeah. they even won there? That year oh, was yeah. not. There were like there were like four teams better than KU was this year. But uh, tell me who number two is of all time, the second highest rated team in Ken Palm of all time. Virginia oh, last eight? year. Hawks. Hawks. Oh, eight. Eight Hawks, right? Yeah, I think Virginia's three. Yeah, Virginia was fucking good last year. That 2018 nationally does not get near enough respect, like as being one of the best teams ever. They absolutely are. Like I feel like people will say that. Uh, Florida 07 was better, which maybe they were. I mean, Florida 07 was absurd, but the analytics say we were better. Uh, people will say that some of those UNC, like a lot of people think that 09 UNC team was like absurd. We whooped their ass in the final, the exact same team the year before. So <laughs> I just, I feel like the 08 team does not get near enough respect for being one of the best teams ever. Yeah. And they were just, there was, they were good at every single thing. And everyone was a dog on that team. Like, the attitude. Like, everyone was so nasty. But who yeah. – I think I tweet, I tweeted it the other day, too. Who's your second best Bill Self team at KU? Yeah, I did see that. I uh, And we've had so many number one seeds, number one overall. Like, he's had so many good teams. When you factor in, he hasn't been worse than a four. I always say it, and I agree to this day. I think it's 2011. Like – the, having the Morris twins playing together was just so absurd. I know. Like, you then, know how rare it is to have two guys that are essentially the same player. One's a little better at shooting than the other. One's just a little better than the other. But they're basically the same player. They're both dominant as hell. They're both they sh- they're tough. They talk shit. They work harder than anybody. Yeah. And to have those two guys playing together with a guy that was going to be a lottery pick if he came out likely. And T-Rob coming off the bench, maybe not yeah. Larry, but first round for sure. Plus Tyshawn, like, I don't know. I guess the only reason, and this is no and slide like, on this I is think... no slide on Brady or Tyrell, but, like, we've had more talented guards than those guys. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know if it was our most talented team, but to surround the Morris Twins with shooters, I don't know. Just Well, I think, uh, I think they elevated everyone's games and kind of gave everyone that, like, killer mentality, you know, like – I feel like the twins are almost two dudes that just like have everyone's back. Like yeah. you, I did, I I remember them getting in that scuffle, like in that NCAA tournament game against uh, who was it, Richmond? Yeah, Rich what? But yeah, even with Tyrell and Brady, like they defended really well and they'd hit big shots. But uh, God, if Selby would have been better, that's why I feel nah. like twenty because twenty ten had all those same guys. But well, they, that's had what Sher- they had Sharon and Cole and Xavier. 2010 was more talented, no doubt. But I just feel like when 2011 had shit rolling, they were insane. Well, they were. Well, once 30. we heard more about 2010 from Sharon and Ty, that like maybe they weren't as close as it may have seemed. That mm-hmm, team yeah. kind of shot down for me. Like I'm not as mad about that Northern Iowa game anymore. Yeah. It still sucks, but like I, I, just, I don't know. I, I don't just glorify wonder... them as much as I used to. 
Yeah, and you always wonder like how far they still could have gone if they beat them. Because, I mean, they did only lose two games that year mm-hmm. going oh, into no. Northern Iowa. And then, yeah, 2011, 2011 was 35-2 and two going into that VCU game. The Twins were that mm-hmm. fucking good. The Twins were that fucking good. Sick. Can we talk about we happy was, thoughts like Tiger King? We went 70 and four over two years and didn't make and a didn't final make a four. final four. That's why so stupid. Can we talk about anything else? That's why Tyshawn might so sad. Tyshawn might have the best resume of any KU player ever, like record wise, Big 12 titles, Big 12 conference titles, played the yeah. national championship. But dude, 20, 2007, same team with Julian. Like that team just doesn't get talked about because I don't know. Honestly, and had to play. AB, AB, you always say this, but like that team got the most bullshit NCAA tournament draw of all time. It's exactly what happened with us last year. Like when we got KC as a four, we played yeah. UCLA and Anaheim. <laughs> they walked to the game. Our dumbass. They literally, they, they jogged. They did like, you remember the Indian run you do at like PE where the person in the back would sprint to the front. Everyone keep jogging. Remember that? Yeah. Our dumbasses got excited last year when we got Midwest. Oh, you! I thought we were going to lose to Northeastern. <laughs> they are beating us by a thousand. Boy, did we shit pump Northeastern. Um, who who do you think's like a Bill Self team that gets like insanely slept on? Sixteen. Yeah, I was thinking I them mean, too. I could. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust's fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com to start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. I could almost say they're better than 17 sometimes. I I have been someone that says that. <laughs> they're like, definitely more route, well-rounded. They 2016 blew people out, man. Like they turned they would always just hit this switch in the second half where they got on fire, they started killing it. 2017, we sweated out every single game. We had to make comebacks, which 2017 was super excited, and when 2017 played at their peak, they might be the best team KU's had outside like, of 08 at their peak but consistently from beginning to the end of the year 2016 was so good mm-hmm. we beat got- Tex- Texas was ranked and we beat them by a thousand points on their home court <laughs> we were like, winning like that 28 team to killed teams yes but- Jamari Trailer was getting concussed on the rims and shit like <laughs> unbelievable stuff yeah the only thing I would say is 2016 didn't really have the NBA like first round picks and shit and 2017 yeah. obviously had a top four pick and then you had player of the year like the first player to ever win player of the year i know we always get in this combo about 17 but i mean our 17 our one and two guards were 
Frank won Player of the Year. Devontae almost won Player of the Year his senior <sighs> year. Like Purdue, Spee like Spee had the best shooting season in KU history. We yeah, just I mean, went from talking 2010 and 2011, two of the best teams ever, to 2016 and 2017, also two of the best teams ever, and none yeah. of them fucking went to a Final Four. All Please four had talk one about seats. something happy. This is gonna make me crazy. I'm gonna throw my phone out of the house. I think the Duke uh, KU Elite Eight in 2018 was pretty happy. Can you guys I imagine guess. if we didn't? If we Why didn't we start that- the pod that year? <laughs> Ryan, imagine can you uncover we your lose- mic? You sound like you're talking into a fucking oh, scarf. Shit. Imagine if we didn't. Do I sound better? That's better. Absolutely. Imagine if we didn't win the 2018 Elite Eight. And that would three in a row. Year, last year plus this year getting taken away from us, we would be... Plus like, next year being taken away from us when we get fucked by the NCAA. Ugh. Right, can they do that again. anymore? Yes, they can and they will. Can we get on to something more positive? Let's yes, Names Madness 2020. Who's your So who's your best uh, team? 2011? I say 2011. I like I like Clyde coming out as a number 1 seed. <laughs> uh, he's he's been my favorite throughout. Um, he's got a tough matchup with Delbert. There's been some uh, some issues on if Delbert is a real name or not. Uh, but I think it is. Hundred um, percent. Ab, I, you you should explain to the listeners more about this shit and like. Look, it's. Go ahead. How you vote and like, I don't know, just like the concepts like of the names because some people I think see the votes and they say, well those names are funny but what are we voting on? Exactly. That's really all there is to it. There's no rules yeah. or anything. I just do it like. Like when I call you guys Daryl's or Braden will call us a Clyde or Johnson or a Martin or whatever. Like just those names, whatever sounds funniest when you call someone that. It's yeah, that's how I vote. But I mean, you can vote whatever you want. Like Rupert, I haven't been a fan of Rupert, um, but Rupert kind of just sounds funny off the top of it. I think but, Delbert's more of a real name than Rupert. Right. Like Rupert, it's the doll and family guy. And that's like the only Rupert I know of. I think the best thing ever is, like, I still call people those names. Like, I'll say Daryl, and, like, people around mm-hmm. me are like, what do you What do you mean? What are you saying? What's What's Daryl? Like, why are you I calling still, him Daryl? I ride with Delbert till the day I die. That name is an absolute electric factory. The fact that you actually saw a man named Delbert Maple is the funniest thing I've ever heard. And if Delbert doesn't win the national title, it'll be about as sickening as KU not winning it in 2011. Well, all right. So let's just let's catch people up. We're on to the final four. Um, that starts Saturday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, kicks off with Rupert versus Eugene. Eugene has been killing folks. And then right after that, we've got Clyde versus Delbert. And then the national championship will follow on Monday. Um, do you guys have any predictions as far as who wins those matchups? And I know you just said Delbert to the finals, but any thoughts on Eugene and Rupert? I think Delbert Eugene is going to be an absolute just 40 minutes of back-to-back lead changes, bucket after bucket. Uh, but I think in a close game late, Delbert potentially overtime in which I will launch into a full-on campaign for Delbert where Delbert <laughs> wins in a uh, close one. Delbert is minus 300 to win it all. Oh, I, wow. I don't know. I think he has I been blowing Clyde, everyone out. People <laughs> love Clyde. And I think just the fact, oh, I think a lot of this to do is 
we tweet Clyde and Delbert out a lot. Those are definitely the two that, like, if we're calling someone a name, I'm calling them a Clyde or a Delbert on Twitter. So I think people, like, <laughs> recognize that and have heard it in context. That they're just like, oh, that's actually, like, fucking hilarious. I'm going to vote for those names. Now they play against each other. Clyde, people have been tweeting about Clyde since Selection Sunday got announced. Clyde is a mega force to get out of this tournament. And I, I, I'm going to need your guys' help because I think, I think Clyde versus Delbert could set records for Twitter polls nationwide. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. already working on my uh, 100th burner account to make sure Delbert wins. Yeah, that isn't that's, a, that's, 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 two, that's two blue bloods right there. I'm just kidding. I it's, don't have burner accounts. Yeah, Alan. Um, if it does oh go God. overtime, we'll, we'll probably have some, some live Periscope on Twitter, uh, just talking about the matchups on Saturday. Uh, we'll fulfill we'll NCBS's four-hour time slot for Final Four pregame with just straight names talk. So, uh, yeah, make sure you go vote and all those polls coming up on Saturday. Okay. Yes, go vote. Go Delbert. Let's get go on, Clyde. on. I want to get back to our Twitter mentions. Um, some people asked about next year's roster, and uh, I think it's interesting. Because we're losing a ton. Obviously, we're losing two All-Americans, assuming Dot's gone, which I think we all agree he is. But, like... He told me he's coming back. We have... We have so many freaking people next year that are good. Yeah, we do. So, let's just start from the top. We all agree Marcus starts at point guard, right? Unless, uh... Yeah, unless they go with DeWan. Just because Bill's been hyping him up a ton and the players have like, cause they could potentially go Dewan and Marcus at the one and two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, for sure. I just feel like Bill said, uh, in that, after that OU game this year, when Marcus was incredible, he was like, I think we all saw who our uh, starting point guard is gonna mm-hmm. be next year. So I think and Bill has it in mind. Yeah. And Bill's in a uh, Marcus is the senior too. So it'll be interesting. Cause we've never had a point guard. that's not like, we normally have those quick, uh, you know, fast shooting point guards. We like to have guys that can shoot. I know Dot really wasn't much of a shooter, but he still hit it much better than uh, Marcus will. So we never had a point guard like Marcus, but, I mean, Marcus takes care of the ball. He doesn't make mistakes. He's the best defender. Like, he's a great leader. I think he's going to be really good. So I'm excited yeah. about just seeing something different. I'll miss having that jet of a point guard that gets coast-to-coast easily, but – I'm not at all worried about Marcus. Now, where yeah. it gets where it gets crazy next year is we have we have let's assume we play four guards. Do you think we mm-hmm. play four guards? Yeah, I would four assume four baby. I would assume four unless they go Mitch at the four and or maybe a grad transfer and then Dave at the five. But so yeah. So we essentially have what, like six guys for four starting spots when you factor in C B Bryce Thompson, Dewan, high on Grant Foster, who's the number one JUCO player in the country. Uh, who else am I forgetting? I mean, we got Ochai, Tristan, Tristan, Jalen, Tristan, and Jalen. So that's seven guys Oof. plus Mitch. Eight, yeah, someone's gonna get left out. Competing for four spots. Yeah, people are gonna get left out. I don't know. And there's a ton of off season left. Like there might be a transfer. And then I know Bill's looking at like transfer point guards too. So I don't know. It's tough. To, it's tough telling because 
like CB had a really awesome year. I think a lot of KU fans realized how good he's going to be. And and we all know. I think I guess I said competing. Ochai's gonna start. He's not mo- losing his starting job. So Ochai's in. So it's Marcus and Ochai are locks. So now you've got three spots being competed for with seven people. I mean, AB. Do you think? See, I think CB's close to the lock too. Don't you think? Yeah, and I would with uh, Bill. My bad, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just thinking like with Bill. And how much he loves CB and him kind of being a Kansas kid that he would start CB over Bryce. Oh, God. I don't I don't know. I feel like we made Bryce some promises. We would have had to to get him here with all the shit going on. I just exactly. know that I feel like we have this conversation every year of how are we going to make it work. And then it just like it just happens. Ooh, right? Like this year before the season. What Right. But this year before the season, we were talking about how we had 12 guys who were going to play, and then Sylvia all of a sudden stunk, and then we went four guards instead of three, and then it just it just happens. I have no clue what to expect, but I, I honestly think DeWan might be the odd man out, no matter how high or highly we've been speaking of him. We have a five-star coming in, and then three guards coming back that have started games, like with Christian Ochai, and like, like you said. So I would yeah, think I- those three guards plus the five-star freshman that we got admits – a fucking like investigation. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I, was I don't say. think Ochai's think... a lock though. I know Ochai's oh. been starting, but I don't, I, I get it. But I mean, I you kind of saw theories. Bill starting to lose trust with him. Like he would still start, but he wouldn't like, if people weren't in foul trouble, he was going with Isaiah and Christian instead of Ochai. Yeah. Let me say something. B turn. Let me say something. And then you can give your theory. If Ochai is not starting next year at Kansas Bass at Kansas, it's because he's not on the roster. I I don't know. I can't say much, but I think with four – I think if we do start four guards, I mean, it obviously just gives us a ton of possibilities and different scenarios with lineups. Like A.B. said with this year with having C.B. and Isaiah, like, I don't know. See, I feel like C.B. – I don't know. I feel like he'll start. But we do have so many. God, I don't know. I think our most like. I think most likely the guys that get left out. I agree with AB. I think Dewan gets left out a little bit because Marcus is going to play so much. But I, I, I feel like we need to get him prepped. I think a guy that could very much miss out is Jalen Wilson. Like I think that's going to be controversial. People won't like that, but. He just, I don't know. Like, I love Jalen Wilson because he's a shooter, but he doesn't fit the, like, the normal Bill Self player mold. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's just not, he's not going to, I don't know if he'll play good enough defense for Bill to trust him. And so when yeah. you're going to have other options like CB and Tristan, who was playing minutes last year where Jalen wasn't, how do you see Jalen getting the minutes over Tristan? So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I can't see a guy like Jalen or Tristan playing over Tyon either. Like, I would say Tyon's ahead of them. Like, he's had two years of experience at a JUCO, and then he's the number one JUCO. People kind of talking about him being an NBA prospect, and then Bill really hyping him up too. So, that's and then, I think we've, I think we've both heard that Bill freaking loves Tyon, like, a lot. Yeah, and then kind of what A.B. said with Bryce being a five-star, like – if you don't play these freshman five stars, that kind of gives you a reputation and five stars might not consider us as much if Bryce isn't really going to play. 
because I mean, like Grimes wasn't very good as a top five, top ten recruit here his freshman year. So yeah, they might they really could have promised Bryce a starting spot. And then Marcus is obviously a lock. Are you guys? I guess if we decide to go Dewan, maybe we just have Dewan and Bryce running like Devontae Frank, and then keep Marcus on the wing. It's not bad to have as many ball handlers as we can. Yeah, like I, I know agree. Bills made comments about Marcus running point before, so like, but I don't think it's impossible for us to see like thirty percent of the game with Dewan and God, Bryce running so one many, too. We have so many guards. I hope that Dewan starts a point guard because that'll mean he's been really good. But I just I don't know. Like they, he was a, a three star recruit, like, mm-hmm. and then he went off at uh, Peach Jam for Mocan. Yeah. But they said they say he's like insane defensively. Like he would he would battle with Devon at practice, supposedly. Yeah. And then you uh, get like one guy we haven't even said is Silvio, which obviously he had a bad year, like didn't go his way, got suspended, but just watching that watching that Duke game yesterday, man, just the energy he played with and I don't know, it's tough. I feel bad for him right now. Just that year off kinda threw him off. A lot of shit probably going through his head too. So do how many we, big, how many bigs are we gonna have? I don't know. I think I think Gethro will probably redshirt, assuming Silvio comes back. But I think would we all agree that if anyone's gonna transfer or leave, it's probably Silvio, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. think so. What I thought you were getting you ready to take a. Turn? I thought you were getting ready to take a piss when you were on the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we got are. we got Dewan, Bryce, CB, Marcus, Tyon, Jalen, Tristan. Yeah, freaking, I don't know. It's probably dumb of us to even try and figure it out before guys transfer. Things always yeah. happen in the off season. So yeah, I would I guess know. someone transfers. Can I yeah. say one thing about the roster next year? Yeah, there is there. I know people are talking and they're going to vote on giving seniors another year of eligibility, regardless of if they approve that or not. Udoka is not coming back. So let's just get that out of minds. There are people that have said that maybe Udoka could come back. They've tweeted at us, whatever. There's a 0.0% chance, I think, that Doka would want to come back and risk all the injuries again after having a perfectly healthy season, being an All-American Defensive Player of the Year. I guess stock can never be higher than it is right now. So yeah, it's not only an eligibility thing, thing. If he was a sophomore right now, he'd still be gone. Like, it's kind of how it is. Yeah, the yeah. only thing he's risking by coming back is getting hurt again and scaring NBA yeah. teams away. Right. Like, he just he just won conference player of the year and defensive player of the year and literally was maybe the most dominant player in college basketball for the last month. Yeah, he ain't coming back. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I don't want him. To, he deserves no, to make freaking money. Um, what, I think the thing that worries me the most about next year is not, I guess we don't really know what we have in Bryce yet. Like he's obviously a scorer, but I think what worries me is having like a go-to bucket, like a go-to scorer late in games. Like CB yeah, has ha- some experience now. Um, it but has I mean, to be, I think the best potential of a guy being really good at scoring is, uh, Bryce, but it's hard because he's a freshman. So, yeah, I agree. I think CB has a chance to be that guy. I think Dave's going to average 15, 16 a game. We saw how much on that guy gets On 15 shot or 16 shots. But you guys are missing footers. the obvious one. 
we've been running late game offense for Marcus Garrett for years now. Yeah. Like, is it not just going to be Mark? I know it's not you guys' favorite, but is it not just going to be Marcus going to the rim? Yeah, and we're going to be smaller defender at point guard. Well, yeah, and our our guards are going to be super athletic, and all of them can get to the rim. Like yeah. Dewan, okay. Dewan, Marcus, Bryce, and uh, CB, all those dudes can get to the rim and finish. But, A.B., what are we talking about? Are we talking about a late-game bucket? Yeah, I agree. Marcus will probably be that guy. But when throughout a 40-minute game, who's going to be yeah. our leading scorer? I, it's not going to be Marcus. Well, that that's not what I meant by leading scorer. But when, like, even with – I think it was the West – when we were playing at West Vaughn, we were down nine or something. Marcus would just got to the brim a couple times easily and got a second and five. Like, that's kind of where my mind goes when you need a bucket when you're down against the wall. No, like, and I agree. Need a bucket or late in the game, too. I don't think Marcus is going to average 18 a game. Okay, that's what I thought you were saying. I thought you were no, just being no, like, no. our offense is going to be Marcus. No, the it's bucket, not going to revolve which, around, no. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't be the worst, when we need think. When we need buckets, it'll be probably Marcus. But just throughout the game running offense, I think the person we'll be running most offense for is Dave and either Bryce or CB or something, like bringing them off yeah. screens and stuff like that. Like CB, we always talk about how guys make that huge jump from freshman to sophomore year. CB could be yeah, really freaking good. I'm pretty confident in him starting. Yeah, me too. I so feel like I'm he really would be excited about him. I feel like he'd be pretty pissed if he didn't start. Like he was solid as fuck this year. He never made us mad, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's all predict our starting five. I'll go Ugh. first. I'll say, and don't freaking take forever. Just give an answer off the top of your head, and it'll be interesting to look back on this. I'll say Marcus, Bryce, Ochai, CB, Dave. Um, I'm ready if you aren't. I'll go Marcus, Bryce, CB, Tyon, and Dave. Now, is that because you think Ochai might not be back? Yes. All right. We won't say anything more. I mean, let's just. It's weird to leave people hanging like that. B turn. Nah, I'm not even gonna say B turn. There's a person out there that seems to think there's a chance Ochai might be back. I disagree. I think he'll be back. Um, but who knows? We'll just leave it at that, right? Yeah. Uh, A B, who's yours? I, I think Braden may may have it. I think I might go with that. But to be different, I'll go with the lineup I was talking earlier with Dewan, uh, Bryce, CB, Marcus, and Dave. I will say, we were talking about promises earlier. None of us having Mitch in the starting lineup. I think early in the season, Mitch could very well be in that starting He's going to be fucking yeah. Hunter Mickelson starting that 3 OT game. <laughs> yeah. Which I is mean, so funny. Mitch hasn't been like a consistent uh, knockdown shooter, but I feel like he. I feel like he's uh, worked on it a lot. Like, he actually has a nice shot. Like, he's hit some Hold threes on. at KU. Yeah, he could play this four. Are we sure we're not going to go back to, like, like late 2000s, early 2010s, Bill Self, where we go high-low? Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, we I... just go Mitch and, like, Mitch and Dave, they both have 15-footers in their arsenal. They can both go down to the block if they need to. <laughs> They're I agree. both barely I athletic players. Like I don't think Mitch would struggle guarding like a like a a swing three four guard. Yeah, I mean, and Mitch, I, waited, best, but it's Mitch Mitch has definitely waited his turn. Like I hope he gets a ton of minutes. He plays I his mean, ass it, off. 
I feel like that Man. was the big thing. Like when he was deciding whether to redshirt or not, Bill was telling him, like, look, you're going to play a major role. Now, granted, he can still play a major role and not start. Like, because I don't think Dave, based off what we've seen from Dave, Dave's going to be in foul trouble. And yeah. no, so no. Mitch will be playing a lot of minutes, I think. I, I think. I think Mitch will play a bigger role than Dave played this year. Do we all agree on that? Yeah, especially with our big man situation. We don't have that many bigs because we don't know how yeah. much Silvio is going to play. So it's right now, I mean, the for sures are Mitch and Dave. So I, th- and I think we could be really good defensively and getting rebounds. If you go Marcus, like say late in games, you need a defensive lineup. You go Marcus, uh, Dewan, Mitch, Dave, and I don't know, maybe Tyon or if we do have Ochai back or someone like that, CB. Like we could, we're going to yeah. be really good defensively again. I mean, when you have Marcus on your team too. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Obviously, there's a freaking ton of time between now. Stuff will happen, but I think you're right. We'll be really good defensively, and I think nationally, so far, people are sleeping on us just based off stuff that I've seen. So it'll be interesting, but I don't want to spend too much time on next year before we know exactly what the roster will be. Um, I wanted to get into some other Twitter mentions we had. <laughs> Do you guys want to get into Tiger King? Absolutely. Yeah. Holy fuck. Unbelievable. If you haven't okay. watched it, you need to go start it, like, right now, as you're listening yeah. to me say this. Mm-hmm. So, like, pause the rest of the episode and go listen now. If you <laughs> haven't watched Tiger King, you need to go watch it, then come back and listen, because we are going to spoil shit that goes down. But, folks... It's the most banana land documentary I've ever watched. It was stunning. Like, I got a DM. Shout out Kyle Zer. He DM'd me like two days before I watched it. He was like, dude, you have to watch this show. It's unbelievable. And uh, I was like, what? Like, I'm not into tigers, blah, blah, blah. I really don't care. I turned that shit on. And it started, like, it seems crazy. You're like, eh, I'm not into tigers. This is weird. Like, yeah, this is fucked up. This guy's abusing tigers, kind of, whatever you want to call it. And then it just goes off the rails. Like at oh, what yeah. point? At what point were you guys like locked in? Like holy shit, this is outrageous. Episode three, when they started like the whole Carol Baskin. First of all, Carol yeah. spelling her name with an E is the craziest <laughs> thing to ever happen on planet Earth. And every time I saw her, it made me mad. Second oh. of all, Carol Baskin killing her husband. That's yeah, that probably got like, it. Holy fucking shit! This is and when when that was episode three, I knew that's not what they were peeking at. So I knew there was going to be more, and boy, was there! But just like seeing all that shit go down was outrageous. Plus the music videos. Once I once I got one of those, I was in. What's more obvious, OJ or Carol Baskin? <laughs> Carol, OJ's more obvious. OJ's I mean, more obvious I, because there's a body. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can't think that's it. why it's not as obvious. Where'd the body go? It's such tigers. like a, it's such exactly. like a, it's such a fascinating, like interesting show that you can't even decide like who the craziest, most idiotic person is in the show. Dude, they like all Jeff, are awful people. Yeah, the Jeff oh, Lowe yeah. dude. I think the Jeff Lowe dude might be worse than Carol. Oh yeah, Jeff Lowe's a scumbag. Yeah. Like, he was sitting there uh, getting himself in trouble, I feel like. That's how crazy this show was. We just accused a lady of murdering her husband and feeding him to tigers. And then 
10 seconds later, we were like, oh, but Jeff Lowe's worse than her. That's mm-hmm. how much all these people were scumbags. They're awful. And I, it's nuts. Everyone is so bad in that show that at the end of it, when Joe Exotic went to prison, I felt bad for him. Oh, yeah. Because he def- obviously he has something wrong with him if he's going to run for president and governor of his own state. <laughs> like just and the fact that he I feel like I'm spoiling way too much right now. We give warnings. We're but good. the fact the fact that. I mean, the, when he had the wedding with two dudes, I fucking lost it. Like, I was yeah. dying laughing. And That's then, why I think you guys said it was the murder or the husband thing. I think when it was the wedding of three dudes is when I was fully locked in because that was outrageous. And then how devastated he was. And then he marries some guy two months later. Marries. At the, yeah. At the fucking funeral services, he's talking about oh my God. the dude rubbing his balls on his face and shit. Also, no. the fact that they had surveillance camera of the guy killing him. Like, they didn't have the guy on screen, but, like, he was clearly in the room. But I yeah, also, also I, I also want to stay woke on that a little bit. Joe, these people are all crazy people. The guy, the campaign manager's reaction, I don't know how anyone would react to seeing someone shoot themselves. But is there any chance that Joe Exotic staged that because he killed the dude? No. I thought that guy. You don't think there's any chance? I thought that guy's reaction was very genuine. I I don't disagree. That that that's kind of why I said it at first. I I don't. There's no way of knowing how someone would react to that. And I feel like there's not just like a common way to react to it. Like everyone's reaction might be different. But. It came to mind that it, I don't think it's impossible for Joe Exotic to fucking script that whole thing because he <laughs> got angry and killed his quote-unquote gay husband who was just acting gay so he can get free weed and meth and live for free. Like, I don't think he was definitely straight. Like, I, like what if Joe just found out that this guy was straight as an arrow and was just Joe using him for drugs and just killed him? He didn't give a shit that they were straight. He just wanted somebody to pretend to be his husband and be gay with him. Yeah, right? he just wanted, he just he just wanted, wanted to kiss guys. He tigers and shit to hang out with. And then the tigers, he fucking killed tigers too and buried them. I mean, the yeah. funny, the most banana land part was when his worker got their arm bit off and he's in the office. <laughs> this, oh is gonna cost, this is going to cost me so much. I'm never going to recover. <laughs> I'm never going to recover financially for this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, and, lost an arm. and him doing those shows, like sitting there, like making gestures of killing this girl. He literally yeah. shot a gun at like a sex doll. I'm, I'm <laughs> never going to recover. I'm never going to recover from this. You know what's not great for your chances to get off on a conspiracy to commit murder charge? Years of videos of you <laughs> pretending to murder someone. That's not good yeah. for your chances, old Joe okay. Exotic. So, you bet, what was the you guy's bet. name? Alan? <laughs> oh, my was God. Alan, the guy's name? That if was I kill, the, kill Carol? Yes, yes. And if I, I saw I him... Thought, <laughs> if I saw him in person, I would shit myself everywhere. I He's, thought he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was... He was like, I took his money and fucking ran. No, I had no way now I'd go to Florida. <laughs> the fact that he was like, ah, I must have done crack and just forgot that I was supposed to go commit murder. <laughs> I mean, this guy was electric. <laughs> he was killing me. Also, then, my favorite character was was Carol's new husband, Don. Was it Don? Oh, he's so he's hot. No. Don. Don's the one. His jean killed. shirt. No, okay, you're right. 
I don't know his, his name, name, but he is a complete goober. Oh, my God. That his big ass. When he was dressed up in the tiger suit and he was on the leash at their oh, wedding. My. Or whatever it was. You know yeah. she fuck, She has to fuck him. <laughs> while, he's wearing his, his, while he's wearing his jean shirt. Dude, he has him, Christ, his big man. ass ears. Did you that? Did you see that video? I tweeted of him. Well, I'm sure you guys saw it on the show, but I tweeted that video of him singing to her. Yes. Oh God! In springtime. <laughs> I mean, that guy. All of them need to be in prison. All of them. I would. So over. How long would you guess before she kills him? Hello. You know, well, I think. She got I think he does a good job of just like yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, you cats Who? and kittens. Oh my God. She's so fucking great. Have you guys seen the person that, like, imitates her? No. I'll send you guys a video after. It freaked me. Oh, how about the, uh, how about the, uh, sex machine guy? Doc Annell. Oh, that guy, that guy, that's the other thing. We're talking about a guy that was essentially bringing in, like, women to be sex slaves for him, and he's, like, 10th on the list of crazy that guy is a complete piece of shit mm-hmm. i mean he the fact lost that we had to think about that based on what he did is just crazy he had to have lost his virginity when he was like eight <laughs> he burned tigers they said yeah he's an asshole they're all assholes i can't uh, believe insane. joe's i can't believe joe's the only one that's locked up yeah i mean can we talk about the what was it garrison garrison what a the goober. Snitch. The jet ski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Was, I was wondering. The jet ski scene was bananas. I've been an thinking of a... An all-time clip. I've been thinking of a caption for that video for, like, 48 hours. <laughs> you too. <laughs> what a goober it, that guy is. What him, an asshole. Him, him clearly being, like, a criminal and then him pretending, like, the reason they got he was involved with the FBI at all was because they found a lemur at his office. Dude, that's not why the FBI was on Lunatic. Him, bro. It's probably because you were laundering money, you were probably evading your taxes, you were probably committing fraud. It wasn't about a lemur, you psycho snitch. But somehow... Like, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. I I just can't... The whole time I was watching this, I kept thinking, I can't believe like most of this happened four hours south of where I live right now. Like, it was so close to and I had never heard of it until right now. Or right now, know. the start of the show. Like, did you, have you guys ever heard of Joe Exotic before this? I had no, not, no. but I definitely know people that had. Yeah, because, like, there were so many news stories they showed on there. I guess that probably would have been closer to Oklahoma, but it looked like it was, like, national news where they talked about him. Yeah. I, uh, I think we all agree Jeff Lowe needs to be in prison and probably will end up in prison. If it's not from this, he'll do something else. Like, these people are idiots. I feel like they were just implicating themselves. On Jeff Lowe gave motive. Jeff Lowe gave – he flat out said, like, yeah, I set up Joe Exotic so I could get – like, I wanted him out of the zoo business so I could have a zoo, basically, is what he said. Yeah. And then the part at the end where – He's sitting with his pregnant girlfriend or wife and like shows the oh picture of the, shows the picture of the maid. He's like, Look how hot she is. <laughs> I was like, dude. He's like, Well, we gotta have a maid around that's good looking. I can't live with someone that's not good looking. 
God, I can't wait for that guy to go to prison. I know. He's such a slime ball. Like, just looking at him with his affliction shirts and bandanas <laughs> and pencil thin goatee, flat bill hats. Just like whitewashed blue jeans. Oh my god, what a freak. He would take tigers up to his room through the hotels in Vegas. Yeah, that was crazy. Stuffing him into suitcases. I've just never seen so many people just not give a fuck about anything. He he uh, stuffed he stuffed tigers into suitcases like we would stuff cases of beer into our backpacks when we were going into the dorms. Yeah. Um, how about Joe Exotic when they, he said like he had cologne on his shoes and the tigers started attacking him. Oh, no, but that was another strike against Carol. Because Carol was like, if you really wanted a tiger to eat him, you would just cover him in like sardine oil or something. But, I mean, no one knows that off the top of your head. Like she certainly just doused her husband in sardines yeah. and just fucking threw him in a pit. Yeah. Joe, whenever Joe would get attacked, it'd be so funny. Be like, you son of a bitch. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> All these, you bet your ass these fucking tigers. <laughs> you know, you know, I have sex with these male tigers. <laughs> that was like a mix of Bill Self and Joe Exotic. Oh. Hey, Carol, Carol Baskin. Pa- Talk about Devontae and Joe Exotic, boys. Well, Devontae's one of the best guards I've seen. And uh, he's a he's a handsome black man. And he's making a lot of money, too, so maybe he could come help with the Tigers. Oh, he'll transfer the thing to Devontae. I love how he just kept transferring zoo ownership to other people to think that that's going to solve all his problems. To, like, start the lawsuits over or whatever was his thought process? Did you guys yeah. think it was crazy, like, how recent this stuff was? Like, I feel like yeah. most documentaries are, like, from shit so long ago. Dude, I guarantee those people started making that documentary and were like, we got to get this shit out quick. Because, yeah. who knows, somebody else would, if somebody else got a hold of just what was going down, even if they, they wouldn't have had the same footage and everything. Oh, that yeah. reminds me. Do you guys think Joe burned down the place? Yeah. That no, I do. That's a, that's a conspiracy, yeah. maybe. If you're looking for conspiracies, I believe that. It was right yeah, after I, I agree. Fight. Didn't he say he was out of town, like looking at cats or something? Yeah, and he was like, magically happened when he was out of town. Yeah, and then acted like he was sad, kind of like he did with his husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, dude, we we also bringing up the Travis dying, and he literally invited that. Uh, didn't he invite his mom. Travis's mom to the wedding? Mm-hmm. Of his yes. new husband. Uh-huh. And but it was it wedding. was only her. It was literally like five people. It was it was Joe Exotic, his new husband, uh, like his ex husband <laughs> that killed himself's mom, who he just two months ago at the funeral talked about his balls in his face. And that what an electric. There was like no one there. He was in the wedding, or she was in the wedding pictures. And then he yeah. never talked to her again. Literally, he, he is a lunatic machine. He was like, if I put her in these pictures on Instagram, people are going to think it's all okay. Like, the guy, if Joe Exotic was just a little less scumbaggy and smart, he's a content factory. Like, if he would have just put his efforts towards something else, he could have been a super successful dude. Yeah. (laughs) He was smart in ways, in some ways. I mean, he had a show. He had music videos where he wasn't even singing. Yeah. (laughs) It made a ton of – I mean – People are watching those music videos right now. 
Yeah. The thing, like, I feel bad saying that I feel bad for Joe Exotic because he was a scumbag. He ran it. He made his mom go broke. He, like we said, he, these two guys were straight and he basically brainwashed them into being gay with him. Like, he yeah. was a scumbag. But if he would have never met Carol Baskin or if that thing would have never been a thing, he would have, none of this would have happened. That's kind of what I feel bad for him for. Like, if Carol Baskin just left him alone, yeah, he would have been doing shitty things to animals, which I guess that makes him bad as it is. But, like, none of this murder stuff would have happened. It was literally just one person that caused all this. Yeah. What a psycho she was. What was even her purpose of that? I never understood because she kept claiming that she was trying to protect the animals. But, like, what was any different about what she was doing to what? Yeah, okay, were... I, found out, I found out why. So the reason is... She rescues animals from zoos, and the reason she can't just rescue them and put them back in the wild, because once, like, an animal leaves that from being in the wild, they, like, can't go back to that. So she doesn't – she can't just rescue them and send them back out. So her viewpoint is, I'm going to rescue them and put them in a much better situation, if that makes sense. How much, like, how much better of a situation? Yeah, they were sitting in cages. Yeah, I think her, she's saying, That's like, they're like, much. She and she's had a like, glorified she, zoo. She wanted she the tigers charging, to die there. Yeah, and she wasn't, like, charging people for uh, petting and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, she just is she shitty, wasn't. All, but, she was, also wasn't paying her fucking employees. You had yeah, to work there for, like, five years full time to get any sort of, of pay, and then it was still, like, 100 and, bucks a week. Um, her and Joe weren't paying people anything. Is terrible. Or was it Joe that was paying like a hundred bucks a week, and Carol just did nothing or something like that? Yeah, Joe did one hundred and fifty every two weeks, and Carol did nothing. How about um, Joe Exotic passing out campaign condoms to kids? To kids. Oh yeah. lord. And um, the thongs and shit that he sold at his shop. <laughs> but I I'm think I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, uh, like Ryan was saying, if he was smarter and, like, less sketchy, he's a constant machine. (laughs) Facts. How about, I mean, I think one part we haven't talked about that might be the craziest is all them going down to Florida with the signs and Joe dressing up as a tiger or whatever he dressed up. Or what did he dress up as? Yeah, as a bunny. bunny. (laughs) Outside of her zoos so people wouldn't go in. He was like taking pictures. Yeah, just unbelievable stuff. <laughs> There's just so much stuff. Like I don't. It was the most. There was not that documentary never went more than like two minutes where you didn't just find something out that blew your mind. Yeah, I kept best... asking myself, like, that why do they need more and more episodes? Like, it's not, there's, like, after episode three, I'm like, oh, there's probably only be one more left. What else do they need to talk about? And they just kept adding more and more and more. He rented a helicopter. And it never it got was boring. Like, it was like coronavirus. Like, you know, like that week of corona <laughs> where, like, we just kept getting news every, like, 20 <laughs> minutes of something huge happening? That was yeah. like the show. Like, every few minutes, you would just get, like, another massive storyline that was just as crazy as the last one. <sighs> it was incredible. I, uh, <laughs> I loved every second of it. And if you haven't watched it and you managed to listen to this entire segment then just go watch it because i promise you won't be disappointed i know we spoiled some stuff but <laughs> the whole show it. yeah yeah um how about right. you guys watch love is blind no 
You should fly well, through that I real started, quick. It's... I, I, I watched it a little bit, but not, uh, it wasn't my choice, and I didn't watch much of it. Um, I want to get to one last question. We're already almost to an hour ten, so we should probably... Last question was from, I believe, Bill Self Burner account. He always shows some love. He asked, along with the Barstool Best Bar, which we should mention, the Hawks are going to advance to the national title in the Barstool Best Bar, so make sure you're paying Shit attention pump. and tweeting hashtag Barstool Best Bar, hashtag Barstool Wheel in the same sentence to uh, cast a vote. But I wanted, he said... Talk about your own best slash worst slash most interesting experiences at bars in Lawrence. Um, um, I feel like we've talked about this before. B-Turn, you have any off the top of your head? I don't know, like, insanely bad experiences, but probably just, like, going into the cave and, like, not even being able to hear yourself think. And then, <laughs> the obviously... I forgot the cave existed. Obviously, being in the Hawk... Like, not being able to move and just being sweaty and smelling like throw up everywhere. And I, uh, probably just my friends getting in fights and shit, being idiots. I, uh, one that I feel like I've maybe told this on the pod before. I have one Frank story, one Devontae story, just to relate it to, uh, KU. Uh, Frank was wearing, like, uh, what I thought was cheetah print. I think I've tweeted this before. And I walked up to Frank and I was just like, Yo, Frank, I love the cheetah print. Like, uh, looks looks great or something. I don't know. I don't know why I did it. I was drunk. And he just turns to me and says, doesn't say thank you, doesn't say anything, and just says, it's leopard. Turns around, walks <laughs> away. I've never felt like a bigger idiot in my life because I thought cheetah and leopard was the same thing, but he was, like, offended and pissed off at me for saying that he was wearing cheetah print. So Frank was always... Frank just never talked to anyone whenever I'd see no. him at bars. He'd like, at Brothers, he'd always just be like playing Papa Shot, just like trying to win all the time. <laughs> AB, do you uh, have any other than you, you know, breaking Joel Embiid's back? That was a good one. Uh, the I've already sold the Wiggins and Selden Santa picture a couple times. That was a good experience. I don't know. Honestly, the crazier stories come from like freshman year in the dorms when we, because my room was always like, the like hangout room and there was a night where we got like 30 or 40 in there and fucking our ra was such an asshole and we were just shit-faced it was early freshman year none of us had like our little pass cards to get into bars yet so um we heard a knock on the (laughs) we heard a knock on the door and i'm not going to mention names but someone looked out and looked in the peephole and he screamed at the door he says oh shit it's chris and it was our ra and he like barged <laughs> in. People were hiding in the shower in the bathrooms. Oh yeah. Would get caught and written up. But like when I had to go to Oprah's office, shout out Oprah, and read like the description of what we did wrong. Just reading, oh shit, it's Chris out loud, and then every bottle <laughs> of liquor they found was laugh out loud funny to me. Laugh out. Oh loud dude, funny. that's so funny because I had like the exact same experiences. I didn't live in Ellsworth. I lived in Lewis, but like we had the hangout room and. We, I had like three of those meetings with the head of dorms or whatever, where mm-hmm. he like breaks down what you did, and they literally wrote down everything. Everything. And uh, like, and I remember him reading me back the report because I was told by dudes that were older than me, like, next time the RA comes to your room, just shut the door in his face. <laughs> so 
<laughs> like, I literally answered the door, and the RA was like, hey, uh, we heard you guys talking about drinking. Can we come search the room? And I just shut the door in his face, thinking, like, oh, guys, it works. We're good. Mm-hmm. And then he just knocked again, and he kept yeah. knocking, and he kept knocking, and we eventually let him in, and he searched the room and got our shit, and I had to go to another meeting. And uh, There was, was one time... So you guys know how the Hawk would always do dollar night the Sunday before second semester started back up. It was like right before Martin Luther King Day. So everyone would go out Sunday. You see everyone from your floor and college friends for the first time in a month. We got the gang back together. We're all shit-faced in our room. That went fine. But earlier in the day, we sent a complaint that our sink was like clogged up. Our sink just wasn't working. So <laughs> they said they would come check it out. We all hang out in our room. We drink. We, we go out. We're at the Hawk at dollar night. And I was, I spent like $60 on a dollar night somehow. I was just slinging. Just, uh, well, how do you, like I bought 60 drinks. I just slinging. I think, who was the, uh, who was the Samoan, uh, Samson Fafile? Remember him? The KU football player? He plays yeah. ukuleles for I, yeah, I, I saw yeah. him and him and I just like fucking hit it off. And we talked and drank for hours at a time. Easy. So, easy now, Joe Exotic. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably thought you, he probably thought you played offensive line. I did, yeah. Um, but anyways, I get a text from Ben Rapp. He says, oh, shit, boys. We just saw the, like, like maintenance people go into your room, and then R.A. Chris walked out, like, 20 minutes later. So they uh, went to, like, do our sink service issue, but we left out, like, a zillion beers and fucking 25 million bottles of vodka. And, like, that was – so we had to go back and talk to Oprah again, but we had to read off every single thing that they found, and it – took minutes to, but so like just being at the hawk knowing that when we got back home we were going to be in deep trouble and at that point we thought we were going to get kicked out of the dorms and not have anywhere to live second semester so that was just a tough yeah. experience to that's through, unbelievable but. imagine being that ra i we had something one time the ra came in and searched our room didn't find anything and then as a he pretended to be a nice guy and he was like hey you want me to take your trash out? Like, oh, I'll run it down. And our dumb asses were like, yeah, thanks, man. Sure. Yeah. He went through our trash, found the beer bottle, and we got written up for There's that. There's the home phone so. again. I'm not cutting this out. Just keep talking. I mean, um, outrageous that you have a home phone in Delbert. But the best experiences come after the old big KU basketball wins, obviously. Like, the 14-point comeback against West Vaugh went out after that. It was crazy. Like, Devontae was out. Obviously, everyone was bothering him going nuts when he walked in and then like duke when we beat duke in the elite eight i was watching lawrence went out at the hawk i was yeah, doing bill self so nice. i was doing uh bill self impersonations at the hawk it was legendary <laughs> like going to mass i don't know just game even game days like if there's a night game going out like a saturday game on the road like going to watch the game at a bar like in the ku wins like when we beat baylor Josh's freshman year, watching that out at the bars in Lawrence, just so much fun, great atmospheres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll it's... say I'll say this about the wheel. The wheel is the first bar I almost publicly threw up at. <laughs> so we got to uh, count that in for the best bar thing. Oh, I had a prairie fire shot. Have you guys ever had one of those shitters? Uh, no. <laughs> it's I think it's tequila with Tabasco sauce. It is disgusting. Oh God, I'm it's taking so bad. I'm taking. I've taken tequila with hot. I think I took it with tomato sauce or something. So I guess not as bad, but uh, it's done. Yeah, that's bad. And it was I late mean, in the I night. Like the first bar that I probably puked at was 100% uh, the Hawk. <laughs> I don't think I ever threw up there. Wow. 
I, can you imagine the shit that's went down in the Hawk bathrooms? Jesus. The grossest places of all time. <laughs> uh, I mean, another one that comes to mind, this is back in the dorm again, but freshman year we decided to take a shot every single out in a baseball game. That was pretty tough. I haven't had fireball since, but yeah, 27. Did you guys ever like used to do two and a half hours? Used to do uh, power hours in the dorms? I've done powers, yeah. He would do that before, and it was always a fun time. I don't know if I can do that anymore. My, my, I can't my, friends have been, my friends have been trying to do quarantine power hours, and I'm like, I don't want to do any power hours. You just don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got anything else? Next episode, we're going to do an Ain't No Seats Power Hour, though. Yeah, let's oh make a... Oh, my God. Should we go live on, like, yes. Instagram and Twitter and just do Power Hour? Holy yeah. shit. No, we should, we should get on live, like, Twitter, IG soon, all of us, and just take questions if I people will ask. Instagram, you can only do two at a time. Can you um, do two at a time on Twitter? I th- I th- maybe you can do more. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we could even just what? fucking record it on Skype and just Post talk. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Our first YouTube video. Uh, I'm just still depressed with no sports, bored, which the tournament you, was going on. How are you guys getting through all this? Netflix. Boys, I have bad news. Virginia, the state of Virginia just issued their new stay-at-home order. It's effective through June 10th. April, May, which means June. three we months. Not even close to being done with this. My. <sighs> oh, my oh my god. god. Could you guys ever have imagined this happening <clears throat> in your lives? Dude, no, I'm going to miss out on all summer golf, like tournaments. Shut and the stuff. fuck I'm up. Granted, <laughs> you've been playing golf every day you asshole that's all you're gonna yeah, do this but, summer but what are you complaining about these, i play in all these big tournaments that are fun and like now oh. we can't do those well we'll do the social distancing first annual ain't no seats golf challenge i should just start golfing and letting people gamble against me like rigs at barstool does that's not a bad idea <clears throat> but all right, boys, let's wrap up. We're at an hour 17. I don't want to keep people too long. We should try and record more often. We're going to try, but we just run out of stuff to talk about. But honestly, I think we proved today we can just talk about anything. So You sound um, like a proud coach. We proved today that hey, we can do hey, this. Hey, boys, hey, we really proved to our fans and our doubters that, you know, when the three idiots get together, they can just talk about the most random shit of all time and get an hour 20 in and not even realize. Yeah. So, Delbert, Clyde, and Eugene just talking. <clears throat> Yep. All right, boys. I'm gonna go get ready to play some golf. You stink. See ya. Shooting the sixties for us. I will. It's all I do. Rock shot, dudes.